Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And Brett. Thanks for joining us, guys. We got a little visitor here in the studio today. Yeah, little Thomas came for a visit. Mommy's out drinking, so uh, Thomas got to come with me today. Yeah, the Short Rod Show, also double duties as <laughs> some babysitter, so that's perfect. Yeah. Spend some time with the little man. Are you going to get on there, buddy? I'm sure we'll hear you. Yeah, you'll hear him grabbing the mic. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty intrigued by our setup here. Yeah. So... What are we talking about today, Brett? Uh, so, yeah, we mentioned in the last episode that we were going to go fish Brush Creek Tournament. So, well, that happened, and uh, so we'll chat a little bit about that. Yes, it did. Uh, and that was really last ice for us, I think. Um, while the ice was still real good there, mm-hmm. um, this week has been all in the 50s. It's 55 degrees right now. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't now. get below freezing at night anymore. Ponds are opening up. So, yeah. Uh, it's time to talk about putting putting your shit away. Yeah, so we'll talk uh, the tournament and talking a little bit about our setup for storing everything over the off season. Yeah. How to keep it, you know, from getting tore up, broken, yep. mice coming in. Yeah, that's the big one is keeping, everything. keeping mice out of it and making sure your stuff's still as good as yep. when you go back to get it next year, there's nothing worse than going back and something's broken or you got to find a hole. Or, yeah, definitely. Especially after you spend, you know, two, three, four hundred bucks on some of this yep. stuff. It's not too bad when you break it out in September just because you're excited and then you have three months to get yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see uh but yeah then uh we're recording in the new studio down here today yeah it's a lot roomier uh i like the the acoustics are all right in here i think podcasting finally paid off enough to buy us a studio yeah buy us a new basement <laughs> uh just kidding so yeah we, uh my wife and i are moving uh this week so we're kind of transitional period and we're yep. down recording at the new place while there's no furniture in it we've yeah packed our own chairs and table in and well these are still studio chairs are you gonna leave those here now no, because he's the only folding tables, folding <laughs> chairs we have at home. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, that's all coming up on the Short Rod Show. Hey, Ben. So I've got this buddy that's trying to start a small business, but he's having a real tough time with his digital footprint and just trying to figure all that out. Do you know anybody that could help him out? Well, I think I do. I know uh, a couple cool guys at this company called Evergrow Marketing, and they really specialize in helping landscape and lawn care companies maximize their digital footprint and basically bring customers to them, help them get found on the internet. Really? I mean, they'll work with any business. Um, They're really looking to expand. And if you tell them that Ben and Brett sent you from the the Short Rod Show, you can get 10% off your first order. Really cool. If you're interested in the Evergrow Marketing team and what they have to offer, check them out on evergrowmarketing.com and tell them Ben and Brett from the Short Rod Show sent you. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that, posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah, sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Hey, welcome back, guys. We're talking on the Short Rod Show today about our uh, last tournament, some yeah. tournament action that Brett and I got to go uh, participate in last weekend. So we talked. We said we were going to do it. We did it. Yeah. Dang it. And it was a good tournament. After. I mean, it, it is. It puts you in a different mindset. So I do enjoy that. You yeah, know? that was fun. You get there early in the morning, like six o'clock, and you're just like, yep. 
there's some Christmas in the air, and you're just yep. like, you never know what's going to happen today. Today could be your oh, day. Oh, yeah. And we pull up, and the ramp's full. Yeah. Yeah, Gosh, the ramp's full, cool. and they're up in the upper parking lot even. Part, even yep. yep. Getting ready. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, put on a good tournament. We uh, we did our best. Yeah. We had a pretty good strategy going in, and um, yeah, things change a little bit. Yep. You never know uh, what, what the day's going to bring. So yep. that's part of, part of what makes it fishing. We definitely uh, caught some fish. Yeah. Not the right kind of fish. No. Well, I mean, we could start it off here just kind of how <laughs> we started the day. You know what I really enjoyed the most about when we first pulled in was just our setup of pulling in. You know, we pull in, all those guys have all their trailers yep. and their brand new side-by-side can AMs and all this crap. Yep. And uh, we roll in. I mean, granted, your otter is pretty plush. It is. That's but the one then thing that doesn't match everything else. Rolling in in the old, uh, <laughs> yeah, the old Chevy and uh, long by long bed and have the quad in the, yep, in the shelter in the same truck in the bed. It's so funny to have people watch us unload it because I literally take the quad, grab yep. the front rack, hoist it up, wedge it side, you know, pull it sideways back over, and one pull, fire it up, and drive it down the ramp. Oh yeah, 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 that's yeah, great. yeah. That thing's money. Worked good, and then yeah, hitched it up to the otter and just drug it across the gravel. Yeah. No problem. All the right along. Yep. So, yeah, had yep. that all hooked up, ready to roll. So, what time did it start? It started at oh, probably a little after 7. I think we started early. Yeah, it's supposed to start at 7.30. Um, but, yeah, we got there at 6.35 probably. Yeah. Like, we were pushing. Did that. Did the check-in. Yeah. The and meeting. then Taggart was just like, yeah, we got everybody checked in. Just go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that worked out well. And then it was a tournament, though, where you could go on any ramp that you wanted. Yep. So, there's a lot of people that did that. We started from the north. Yep. In hindsight, we probably should have. Just either cut straight to the south or driven to the south yep. and fished off there. Yeah, and that was a classic deal where we didn't we didn't get a chance to prefish. So I would yep. preach preach about that. You know, you got to prefish if you really want to give yourself a good chance at winning a tournament. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, life and just things get in the way, and you, we just I just didn't get a chance. Yeah. Little Thomas was sick on Friday, so I just didn't get a chance to. We actually got to prepare though go for pre-fish. the tournament. I mean, the night before we got everything packed up. Yep. Set up. Snack exactly spot. What we wanted. Yeah. We had mostly snacks. So that was good, but, um, yeah, I had to talk you into going because you're like, well. Well, I didn't pre-fish, so I wasn't all that into it. pre-fish, so I'm not going to do it. It's like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, but. but, I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Especially, what really talked me into it was that was going to be the last, basically the last trip of the year. Yeah, looking at that forecast, it was pretty dismal. Yep. Yep. But, so we got out there, and right away we went to go fish memories. I mean, we went and fished places where we fished last year. Uh, We'd only been on Brushy one time this year, and it was early, early ice, Mm -hmm. so obviously a lot of things changed at that point. But uh, your buddy was still fishing that same exact spot. Oh, that guy. He just killed it. So we were about – the the one spot, the the number one spot we were going to go to was, well, where this other guy camps out at. And we Mm -hmm. seen him when we first were out there, early ice. He was fishing the exact same spot for this tournament. And came in – I mean, he came in with a handful of crappies. I think they got third. Yep. Uh, Did pretty good. Yeah, and I mean – He's basically he has to live out there. It's got to be yeah, dude. If that he's out there every out. time that we're out there. We're not out there, you know, that much. Yeah. But still, <laughs> got to level that washing machine. If you guys can hear Jesus. that in the background, yeah. Oh my god, I thought somebody <laughs> was breaking in for a minute. Dang. Yeah. yeah. So level your washing machine. Still got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was wondering if I was going to do that. Did that last night. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So yeah, first time we went out. Right when we went off, we went. So if you know anything about Brushy, uh, watch out, buddy. Um, Likes that mic. We launched off the north ramp, and we took a right. Mm-hmm. So we headed west right away, right up the west arm. Um, there's a, there's an area up there that uh, the creek channel comes along, and it cuts right up real close to the bank where it's real shallow. It gets real shallow up. I mean, for oh, Brushy, yeah. it gets real shallow 
four or five feet. Mm-hmm. And then it just drops right into the creek channel. That dropped down to 20, 20 some foot. And then it kind of levels out mm-hmm. a little bit. There's kind of a little inside curve there yep. that kind of levels out. And in, in the past, we've done real good there. Yep. Um, but it just wasn't happening. Right when we pulled in, um, I like to keep a clock when I'm, yeah. when I'm fishing. So I'm like, right when we pulled in, I said, 45 minutes, and we make a decision whether we stay here or go. Yep, and that's good because I'll get in a groove and look down, and it'll be yep. half an hour will pass. Well, what kills? Yep. And we won't catch any Or you fish. see fish. You You'll see, see some, but they're not biting, and, and it kills I'll be you. going after one fish for half an hour. Yep. And I don't realize and you it waste I just your time. get in the zone. And, and yep. Brett's always good about reeling it back in like, hey, five more minutes, we got to bounce. We got to keep going if we don't see something that yep. we want here. Yep. Um, so we did that. I mean, we drilled, I don't know, probably 30 holes. Oh, we drilled way more And we were holes hopping. Saturday. And I got some bites right away. But we just didn't connect yeah. on them. I'd imagine they weren't very big. Yep. Uh, and that was on uh, jigging a waxworm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was running that double rig, but I had waxworms to start yep. with. I didn't go. It was pretty damn cold, and I didn't feel like sticking my finger in the yeah. minnow bucket. Well, the perch were biting a little bit on minnow heads, at least. Yeah. Which you talked about the last episode. You always wanted to try minnow heads because yep. sometimes that works. <laughs> and it actually worked. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck on minnow heads there. Yep. But uh, so we did that 45 minutes. We're like, nope, this, isn't, this just isn't happening. Yeah. Uh, so we packed up, went to spot number two, um, which is real. I should have known what kind of was going because it was a similar spot. It's not like it, it's not real close to a shallow flat, yeah. But it's where the creek channel butts up real close to the uh, <laughs> shore. Yep. And we were fishing not the shore side, not the shore side, but the opposite side of that creek channel on the inside turn. Yeah. So. Uh, oh yeah, there you go. Um, so, and it's a little deeper area right there, and we were just fishing right in the trees. Uh, first drop, picked up a little perch, uh, and I was like, oh shit, that's not yeah. great. That's not a great sign. <laughs> um, so then we kind of bounced around. Ben was really trying to work some fish for a little Man, while. I saw some good marks. Working his out. ass off for a few fish. Dang it. And, uh, couldn't get him to go, couldn't get him to go. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll just try to that hole you're fishing. Boom. I didn't even get my jig <laughs> to the bottom of the freaking hole. And whatever fish Ben was trying to hit came up and just slammed, uh, Slam my jig. Whatever uh, you were doing, they were in. I mean, it was a nice little, I don't know, 14-inch walleye. Yep. Uh, so that was also kind of the story of the days. We were covered up in walleyes, uh, which, you know, that doesn't ever usually happen. But uh, when you're in a panfish tournament, of course, you're going to be covered up in wall dogs. Man, go figure. Didn't catch one all year. I didn't. Yeah, I know. That was the first one tournament. I caught this year. Yep. Um, none of them were real big, but I'd say the biggest one was maybe 16-incher. Yep. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, something you 14-incher and then a couple 10s, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, those two of them. I, yep. I, I wouldn't have been ashamed to keep them two. Those two bigger ones. Yep. Uh, but we sent them back because we were still in still in mode. Uh, <laughs> well, you're gonna play the game here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Where he likes to drop things in you. He waits for you to pick them up. He's getting smart. Smart kid. But uh, so we were doing that, and we were finding that they they were definitely were not coming on wax worms. So everything was coming on mm-hmm. minnow heads. Yep. And they were coming on. The rattling flyer, which is also the first time I'd been on the rattling flyer bite this year. Yeah, uh, it was. It'd been pretty, pretty poor this year. I, I was kind of disappointed yeah. in it. Um, so we did that, and we just weren't getting the size. We were getting bites, uh, picking up a few fish here, there, and that spot number two. We just weren't getting the size we were yeah. wanting. So, um, had we come and pre-fished, I guarantee you, I would have went to those two places first, and I would have known, hey, we're yes. not even going to mess with these two spots. Yep. Right Save us off. our two hours, and let's just head head south right away. Yep, because um, there was there's some chatter about the south end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. we picked up yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we, like you said, if we would have prefished, we would have buzzed and said, "The heck of it, we'll try the south end first. Um, and that's where all the big fish were caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
The ISU team. Yeah, they crushed it. Cleaned house. Yeah, they did good. They had, what, five pounds? Well, so there was a couple guys from the ISU club that were fishing, and all of them that brought in crappies were... Nice. All, every, everyone was down in that yep. south end. Yeah, and we didn't even see a crappie. No. Or a bluegill. No. For that matter. No, all we, all we were perching walleyes is all the bite we were on. Yep. Um, so we took off south, and we probably should have went further south. We, we didn't even go mid-lake, I don't think. Yeah. We were still in the upper quarter, upper yep. third yep. of the lake. Um, but we did our own thing, once again. Yep. I feel good about that. We didn't chase anybody else's bite. No, it was going to be boom or bust. Yep. Whatever we, went we were going to do. On what we felt would be the best. So feel pretty good about that, but yeah, the the winning teams all went south. They either launched from the south ramp, or they—I don't even think anyone really buzzed all the way south. But um, they went down and fished off kind of the south boat ramp, uh, a couple you know main spots there that are kind of money spots. Sounds like we've just never fished down there. No, I've just never, especially ice fishing. I've never really gone down there. Yeah, ice. Which it wouldn't be a bad idea to try that now. Now we know, but even uh, even open water. Check it out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we were fishing some air, some water that I I don't know. I'm not all that comfortable, or I'm not really all that versed in fishing 40 foot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, so even once oh, yeah. we moved south into deeper water, I was still tending towards the shallow water. Yeah, and that was a lot different. I mean, man, that's a long that's yep. a long ways down dropping your bait. Oh yeah, yeah. And the and the bite was a little different. Um, and so what we ended up finding were just perch. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a little bit bigger perch than what we were catching. Um, but obviously yep. not big enough. Some sorting required. <clears throat> Mostly. Yeah. Yep. Then uh, got a visit from the DNR, too. Yeah, real nice fella. That's cool. Like to see them getting out and, and run around. Yeah. Ran out on the quad. Look, sounds like he visited almost everybody. I yep. mean, he's just making the rounds. So I mean, that's cool. only the only second the only, the only second time I've ever in my life I've been checked for my fishing license. Really? Yeah. I've been checked a few other times, uh, but never ice fishing. Never on the ice. We're the only, that's the only time I've been checked is twice on the ice. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Open water, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Three, four times probably. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, now with the uh, Iowa DNR, the Iowa Outdoors app, Yep. things awesome. As long yeah. as I have my phone, the fishing license is right there. You don't have to have data or anything. Yeah, I mean, anymore, uh, if you see the DNR coming and you don't have your fishing license, you can just buy it on your phone. If you have 10 minutes before he gets there, you could buy it on your phone literally yeah. before he gets to you and just be like, yeah, bought yeah. it. I don't know. The date on there, it'll like timestamp it. So I don't know if yep. that'll fly, but. Why? <laughs> if he sees it's you prior to before, before him coming. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's a gray area. It's yeah. better than not having I'd it. I'd give but it a shot if I were. Same thing too. In that like situation. Having your quad registered. I wonder how many people are out there just. A pile. Buzzing around without a quad. Our, our, our family quad was never registered. Yeah. But I never took it on ice. It was always yeah, on the farm. True. But, but you, yeah. So I don't know what the ticket would be for that, but made off real nice. And he said, man, you should have kept those walleyes. Yeah, he said we should have kept them. He was, he was saying that he gets a lot of bass guys because they, they host a lot of bass tournaments out on Brushy oh, Creek. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and he said he gets a lot of bass guys coming and bitching and that they're, all they're catching are walleyes. They can't find them. They can't get into the bigger bass because the walleyes are biting up their lures before the bass do. Jeez. I'm like, yeah, tough problem, man. Yeah, no Look, kidding. If no I was that DNR officer, I'd be like, what the hell do you want me to do? Have a freaking walleye tournament out here then, guys. Yeah, exactly. Holy cow. Uh, one guy, uh, one Iowa State fisherman did pick up a five pounder out there. Walleye. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. That's that's beast. Yeah, so this, it was good fishing. I would that's, say, that's uh, we just didn't find the size. We just weren't on it to get the size that we needed. Um, when yeah. we got back, by the time we got back in, our ten perch weighed like two and a half pounds. Yep. 
Not a great. Not, not really great. in the running. Maybe it's, I don't I know. I think we maybe ended up with fifth, maybe sixth if we were lucky. Yeah. Out of, what, 15, 16 teams? Was, there were at least 15 teams because they paid out three spots. Yeah, um, and a few teams, they didn't spots. even bring back 10 fish. So yeah. at least so we, we got beat 10. those. Yeah. Yep. Not a bad uh, day. But we were done by noon, too. Yeah. We were waiting for that afternoon bite to kick in. Uh, you can tell yourself that. <laughs> but, uh,. Yeah, I think what the what was the winning the winning was what five pounds. Oh yeah, ten crappies, five pounds. Yep, uh, which that's a good bag of crappie. Yep, yeah, yeah that's nice, nice fish. Yeah, they really put there. they really put it together, and it sounds like they'd come up oh, a couple yeah. times that week to pre-fish and find their spot. And yep, good for them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep, that was really cool. To see all that. So, um, yeah, go through the weigh-in. That process was all good. Yeah, they put on a hell of a tournament. That was that was awesome. So yep. it's the uh, Iowa State Fishing Club. That, good dudes. That uh, sponsored it. They made a few hundred bucks for their club, which is good. Yep. I know Taggart mentioned the university doesn't, you know, kick them a whole lot of money. No. It's kind of more a recreational The university club, almost sure hoses them more than anything. Yeah, he was telling some stories last year. Yeah, and they win, if they win boats or and stuff like that, yeah. then it's university property, and if they want to use it, they have to buy it. They have yep. to buy it back. Yep. That's kind of a hoser deal there. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and then they were in debt for a yeah. while. Yeah, in guys. debt what? Probably twenty grand with that boat they won. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're doing well. They're uh, getting after. It sounds like a couple guys are down now uh, doing bass tournaments already down south and traveling yep. down there. So yep. I'm sure a lot of that's on their own dime. So whatever whatever we can do. Yeah. Um, I like it. Just to support that, which is cool. So so far, yeah, we've done the the Zeering Fire and EMS Derby. Support yeah. them a little bit, and then uh, the Iowa State. I think that that EMS Derby, I'll always do that. I mean, yeah. we'll see. You know, with the Iowa State Fishing Club, it can go kind of either way. Depends on yep. who the presidents are. You know, Taggart and Eric are only there for four years, um, yep. so I mean, after that, who knows what'll happen? So, yep. But I think I'll continue definitely to do the the EMT one or the Zeering yeah. Derby. That's a, oh fuck, <laughs> we'll spit up here. That scared me. Oh man, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> it's go. almost bedtime. Oh yeah, he's getting close. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that kind of leads us into a little bit of our next topic of yeah, storage, your long-term away. storage, especially. Yeah. So what's your, uh, what's your philosophy? What do you do on your Eskimo? I do everything to keep it as before you put it away. Uh, I want to keep it smelling fresh yep. and I want to get all the junk out of it that piled up in it the day, the, from the, the season. whole season. Yeah. Yep. I forgot I had that baseball in there. I had to grab that baseball, baseball. out of there. Yeah. I found that baseball over in that pond. Oh yeah. It was in the snow. Yep. Threw it in the shed last time we were out there with it. But, uh. Yeah, usually I'll clean it out. Oh, baby. Get all I'll the clean it out the best out. I can, wipe it out. Okay. Uh, yep. Get any moisture at all that yes. I possibly can, get out of it. Um, get some of the junk out of there. Yep. And then uh, wipe down the canvas. Okay. Just water, rag, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes some mud and junk kind of gets, especially around the skirt. Well, and like salt, too. Like yep. yours, you're hauling it under an enclosed cover. Yeah, so you get salt on it, deal. so wiping that down, get some of that salt off of there. And then tucking some dryer sheets up in the canvas before I fold it up for the for the year. Um, and then what I've got is I've got a kayak hoist. So I, I got just a blanket. I cover up the top with mm-hmm. it, kayak hoisted up into my garage, and that's where she lives for yep. the year. Which, that's that's a really good spot. If you guys can oh, it's keep slick. it off, off the ground somewhere. Keeps the mice. Guaranteed oh, yeah. keep the mice out of it then. Well, I don't know about that. They I mean, for a mouse to get into my shack at the moment, you'd have to crawl up the core, up the rope. Up to the to the rigging, <laughs> to the pulley rigging, 
and then just jump down into the yeah, you never shack. Know. I mean, he could do it. It's pretty enticing in there, but not Eskimo. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's really good way to do it. I know a main main thing for me is just to keep everything dry. Yeah, you know, a lot of times, like last year, we were out fishing in the rain as our last yep. hurrah, and I had to air out my otter for about a week in the garage. Oh shit! I yeah. mean, it took a long time. You could see the the moisture kind of every yep. day. I'd come out, it'd be like a foot lower. Yeah, yeah, on it, you know. Uh, but make sure everything's dry. Um, I like to wipe it down the tub a little bit with like WD forty. Oh yeah, Just slick it up a little make bit. Make sure you get all that. <laughs> yeah, and then like the uh, those bolts that hold the high fax kit on, those can get kind of rusty. They're stainless, but yeah. not very good. Stainless. Still pick up some stuff. Yeah, they're probably just coated or galvanized. Yeah, yep. So coat that down. Same same thing if you have like hitches and all that, and augers too. Putting augers away. Well, yeah, gas augers. I don't have to worry about it. Oh, yeah, putting your bit away, yeah, spray it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just that big can of WD-40 with the wide spray. Just spray the heck out of oh, it. Oh, I just spray the the blades is all oh, I ever I spray. The whole thing. I don't mess with the rest of it. But yep, yep. I am pumped now having the, the clam plate and auger that I don't have to worry about. Well, I mean, I ran true fuel anyways before, but. Yes. Baby. <laughs> He's not sure what to think. He's yeah, like, he's you guys are boring. Up. He's getting pissed <laughs> All off. All you do is talk about ice fishing. <laughs> Let's see if he'll lay down for a minute. But yeah, when you're when you're putting stuff away, it's important to make sure everything's dry. I mean, things can get rusty, moldy, uh, any number of things while you're while it's uh packed up for the winter. And that, that becomes a real big issue. I don't know how you would get mold out of an otter fabric or your shelter fabric, but uh probably not ideal by any means. So don't want to be no, doing you'd that. be effed. You know, through the, like you said, when you're, the the last thing you want to do is prep your equipment, clean it, or find a hole in it from a yep. rodent or whatever Yep. Uh, before you go out for the first time and, you know, during the year. So, um, Brett, you mentioned dryer sheets too. Um, we mentioned that a little bit, maybe the first or second episode uh, of unpacking all of our equipment. But yeah, dryer sheets seem to be one of the best ways to keep your fabric nice. You know, nice and fresh, at least, um, tries to keep some of the rodents away. I don't know if I think that is something to that. I've never had any issues with it, so maybe that's just me talking, but it seems to work. Yeah, I mean, it might, but does that sound all right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you sound good. Um, I mean, it might. Yeah, I've never had any problems with it, but. Yep. Um, also, putting your tackle away. Okay. Rods, reels. Yes. So what was that? I don't think Becca listens to this much anymore, so I can talk about it a little bit more candidly <laughs> on things that happen when she's not home. But uh, so I had the bucket with the schoolies down in the in my basement working on them, and I had Thomas with me. And uh, so I've got five schoolie rods, yep. and they're all rigged up. And I was just kind of picking some of the old musty uh, wax worms off. Yep. Well, freaking, he rolls over and grabs the end of one, and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> he was like. A quarter of an inch away from grabbing the hook. Oh, shoot. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that'd be bad. That, <laughs> that was almost bad. bad, wasn't it, buddy? Yep. You don't want to get one of those through your finger. Oh, fuck. That would have been a disaster. I never would have got left home over again. Yeah, exactly. You're off dad duty. <laughs> Can't trust you. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm just pack, packing. Main thing is just making sure everything's packed up. And I like it organized to the point where yep. I know where everything's at. Um, you know, you can pull it out next year and know yep. you have everything that you need. Um, and at my old place, I had the same kind of setup where you lift a hoist kind of set up to the ceiling yep. and I could put my gas auger and everything else in the, uh, 
in the outer to the point of where all my stuff is in one spot. That's nice. Oh, yeah, that is nice. The only thing I didn't have was I think I kept my flashers inside. Yeah. Because I'd like, well, if you have a lead-acid battery and one of those sealed batteries, charge it every month Yeah, you want to get it charged up. Yeah. And uh, like the lithium shuttle, they recommend you store it at 70% capacity. Oh, really? So I ran that down the other day. Huh. About seventy, and then just that. let it let it sit. That's like the optimum storage capacity. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Lithium stuff you don't want to store. Full. You don't want it fully charged. I don't know what it does if you do that, but I think last year life is all. I I parked it at seventy percent, you know, in March or whatever, and then uh, September pulled it out, and it was at like sixty percent. Yeah. So that's not yeah, that's not a big deal. Charge yeah. back up, and do you do anything for your other stuff? Rods, reels, tackle. Well, yeah, rods. Rods all go in one rod box, which that's all good to go. Got your ice fishing box. Your the, rod box. The shields box, yeah. Yep. And then uh, tackle-wise, I still have to figure out something with that. They're, right now, they're all laying. They're in the outer yeah. and in my striker suit. Yeah. Like, I yeah. basically wear all my tackle with me. So my pockets are just packed full of jigs and plastics. And Actually, I emptied my bait pucks. Don't forget to do that, too. Yeah, to definitely do don't forget to do that. I, still got, I do good. actually still have a few things in my bait pucks. Yeah, they get a little sticky. If you uh if you don't do that. Yeah. That's not good. And smelly. Oh yeah. That's bad. Yeah. So I did get the minnow heads out of there though, guaranteed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're good for that. So yeah, the main thing I like to just keep everything organized. You know, that's just my personal yep. thought. But uh, you know, with with us moving right now, that's gonna be a little bit tough. I'll probably right now I just have everything packed in the otter. We're gonna move that over here. I'll probably forget about it till halfway through the summer and I'm bored. Yep. And pull it all out. Reorganize it, get it ready to go, and, Be and pack it up for the for the last time. So yeah, final time. Thomas, you hungry again? It's bedtime. I Man, think. he's that, not really hungry. guy. He's not impressed. Well, the thing is, now that he's getting older, he gets distracted while he tries to eat his bottle, and then he don't eat it or the darn. Yeah. Yep. Too much going on over here. Yeah. Then he gets pissed. It's his, bedtime. His isn't house. Baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> he looks pretty tired. What do you think? You can't be playing with that. Ooh, oh, that there was sound. A- there was there a fart. Go. I might that. have picked that up on the microphone. That's all, all on uh, the recording. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a raw, raw one. Don't edit any of the cries out. <laughs> this is good. real life. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> Middle of the week. We're down in the basement recording the short rod show. Devin and Miller. First week of March. And this time last year we were out on the ice still. Yeah, we had two feet of snow still. Yep. 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 So you just never know. But yeah, for you, all you guys, you know, out fishing in Minnesota yet. Western Iowa, Northwest Iowa, yeah, everywhere. Still decent ice for a little yep. while, but man, it's going to go fast. Yep, yep. Well, that's why you got to cherish the short, the new episode of the Short Rod Show while you can. Exactly. Next yep. week's going to be the last episode. I know we have a lot of fans that are uh, looking forward to episodes every week, and you have your routines where you're you're going through whether you're working out and listening to us or heck, Brandon was out washing his car the other day. Yeah, and, that was funny. Yep, listening to us. So. Um, yeah, we'll take a little break over the summer. We're not going to completely we might have abandon an update. things. We might but... have an update podcast here or there. But yeah, we got yeah. a few projects planned. Yeah. See how uh, see how that pans out. Yep. Hopefully we can get some good content for you guys over the summer, uh, ice fishing related. But it'll be course, pretty but... sparingly, but yeah. Yep, yep. So yeah, next week uh, we're going to have some new topics to talk about, something a little bit different. I think you guys yeah. will enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be necessarily ice fishing focused, but it'll yep. be more of an appreciation sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, it'll be cool. So I uh, appreciate you guys joining in and uh, listening to us here. So if you're out on the ice, 
get get after it. Yeah. While the weather's good. Nature's coming. More power to you. Yep. Brett and I are, uh, we have our stuff backed up. Yep. <laughs> yep. There it's is done. no ice around. Uh, all the ponds are basically open water, and you said you saw a guy open water fishing. Yep. Yep. So on my way here. pretty much passed, and Ben's got to get moving. Yep. Get stuff moving. Now and then it'll be springtime catfishing pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good episode. Yeah. Talk about some cat strategies. So Cool. Cat you got anything strategy. else, Brett? No, that's all I've got for you. Thomas might have Feeling a few good? things to say if Thomas I pull his is, binky out of his mouth. Go. What do you got, Thomas? Yeah. What do you think? What? Yeah. Is it bedtime? <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys, on The Short Rod Show.